Hello, Annie Trenders, and welcome back to the Anime Trending Podcast, where we have a special episode uh, after a special episode of One Rig Party, which just came out yesterday at the time of this recording. And boy, do we have a lot of feelings and emotions alongside lots of opinions to share. But before we get to that, uh, I am one of your hosts, Quok, alongside... Oh, I forgot the order, but we have Gracie, Mehdi, and Nick. Go ahead and say hi. Hi, everyone. This is Gracie, hopping back and forth from Girl Taku in this podcast. Yo, it's Mehdi. I'm next in line. Um, Gracie, please tell me you're not literally recording two podcasts at once. Of course not. I feel like you asked me that last time, too. <laughs> I probably did. I, I make the same jokes a lot. And I'm Nico, and for some reason, Quack, even though we're not in the same room, I almost feel like I hear air quotes when you're saying the word special. What's up with that? You're not wrong. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I wonder. I don't know if anyone has heard of Wonder Egg Priority Special episode that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to be the focus of this week's podcast. But before we get into that, we just released the top 10 most anticipated anime of the summer 2021 anime season. And if you've seen the top 10 lists, uh, we currently have at number one, that time I got reincarnated as a slime season two, part two. Number two, which is funny because we talked about this anime last last time uh, on our impressions. The detective is already dead is number two, apparently, for most people, even though we had no idea what was going on <laughs> in that series. Uh, number three, we got season two of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Number four, my next life as a villainous all routes lead to doom season two. Fifth, we have Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Sixth, uh, we talked about this show as well, The Case Study of Vanitas. Seventh, The Aquatope on White Sand. Eighth, How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom. Ninth, Sunny Boy, which we also talked about. And tenth, Remain, the water polo anime that just uh, will be coming out shortly as well too. So the full listing will be available on the Anime Trending website if you do want to check it out. Um, I know some people are asking, where's Love Live? It actually plays in the 11th which is 0.6% votes off. But nonetheless, that is our top 10 most anticipated anime of the summer 2021 anime season. We'll definitely be diving into our first impressions when some of the first episodes do come out for that season as well. But any initial reactions from everyone else? I assume it's not too much of a surprise to see Slime Season 2 Part 2 being the most most anticipated, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, I'm not... I feel like the anticipated was about... Um, obviously I, the, where they placed on the charts are different from what I expected, but at the end of the day, what was in the top 10 was around what I expected to be in the top 10. So for me, it wasn't anything particularly different than I was expecting. I think what's, it's, you, you go first, Maddie. Sure. It, it's nice that it's not all sequels, though I assume all of the non-sequels I don't recognize are adaptations of established manga or night night light novels light novel (laughs) i think what i'm gonna say yeah there's like a little bit more original work in this um well are any of these like actual originals though are they just adaptations sunny boy is yeah Ooh, good good yes Mm -hmm. so the first episode should be either out on sunny boy or it was released on like different platforms and even with that first episode, we still kind of don't really know where the show is going to go. Um, so, like, I know last week we talked about it could go into, like, two different ways. Either being, like, an interesting, like, more wholesome show or something really dark and horrifying. And we still don't really know. But I'm kind of looking forward to where that ride is going to be for Sunny Boy. 
And sometimes we reach the end of an anime and we still don't know where it went. What do you mean? Odd Taxi explained itself perfectly. (laughs) Odd Taxi was great. (laughs) This is your daily reminder to go watch Odd Taxi. Man, uh, well, we're still not sure what we're going to do with Odd Taxi yet. We're we're getting to that. James, who's currently in the woods... Want us, wants us to talk about woods. our taxi, we're not, but we're not don't, don't, trying yeah, we're to not, do a metaphor. We're being him. serious. Everyone, the listeners are gonna go out in the forest and look for him now. Oh man, it's not like there's so much forest out in the world. Yeah, and he's in it's the forest. Start, remember, though. and don't, don't, don't go looking around your local taxis that have <laughs> webcam data for trying to find the missing James. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> Ooh, covered our tracks. This is, this is like, it's like an AR game now. We, oh my god, we couldn't. It's James. funny too because. You could do the actual gotcha on Odd Taxi's website for like a couple of weeks as well, and that was that's true kind of actually. A, a lot, a bit. yeah, a lot of its stuff was um like there were cool voice dramas going on. Uh, Kabasawa had a Twitter account, and like the voice drama, mm-hmm. I believe, was um a lot of it was penned by like the giraffe kid student. Oh or, yeah, yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah, he yeah. wrote some. Right, yeah. The point is, there's like a lot of cool content he, yeah. regarding Odd Taxi. Did a lot of really cool content. Yeah, yeah for that. I, but... I've listened to well, Mystery was... Kiss a good bit. <laughs> of course you did uh but we'll save odd taxi for later since today's podcast is devoted to wonder egg priority uh, <laughs> i man that's it's it's hard to put into words what we all feel so this is the podcast and it's gonna be a bit freeform as always uh we're gonna share our lovely thoughts of course there are spoiler warnings we are talking about the final episode that came out or the special episode which was announced uh, episode 13 which is listed on funimation and other streaming platforms uh this is three months after the season um the the episode 12 aired and we were familiar that one priority definitely had some production issues given that we were given a recap episode on episode 8 i believe and then as a result we got you know the quote-unquote final episode that came out uh this week and man, this this show, unfortunately, it started out very strong. It was definitely the dark horse of the season. And um, I believe is already secured a nomination for Anime of the Year on Anime Trending. And overall, like overall, the show is great. I think, you know, it touches on a lot of really important themes, animation. We're going to go through all that. But the ending, though, hmm, definitely, definitely interesting uh, landing, I would say. I not an interesting landing it's a pretty disastrous landing let's just let's not mince our words here like um it did not end well and um and i think many people have um expressed that feeling including ones within the group as well mm-hmm. oh they, apparently mal made a separate wonder egg priority special oh that is tag. absolutely hilarious i because oh it was yeah. a special i think and it has a 5.25 yeah even though it's a continuation it really is like it wasn't a tv release it was a separate blu-ray release i guess like um a a comparable the comparison i could make is when i watched bacano and i quote-unquote finished it then i found out it really continued with a couple of ovas like the ovas were just strictly Mm -hmm. a continuation Mm -hmm. um rather than like a side story but they're still listed as like a separate you know they're not in the episode count, but like, but even then, Bakano knew how to end. Bakano like already cases. could have ended like before yeah, you yeah. even watched the like three <laughs> yeah. episode yeah, OVA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like, oh, by the way, we just finished, and you're like, what? What's? How are they going to stop Frill dot hyphen and that really long person's name? 
If you're asking how are they going to, you're already getting I'm you know, a too little greedy. too ahead of myself. Because the, the real question was, are they going to? And the answer was no. Well, the so we, I mean, everyone's aware that Wonder Egg Priority has had a extraordinarily rough production process. I mean, I think I think it's interesting because I think majority of people who watch anime are a bit aware of the fact that the conditions is pretty bad but i think wonder egg priority is actually a rare instance where you're actually see it happen right before your eyes and so um from not only having to make a recap episode to like buy precious time um during the airing season but also um because originally it was 12 full episodes like no recaps whatsoever and then, um, and also, like, despite having um, three months to complete this last one, um, which, by the way, it's 46 minutes, but the first 25 minutes are all recapped. So, really, there's, like, only, um, it's, a, it's a normal, it's essentially a normal ep- episode length for new materials. And, um, and even, like, with that, it was, like, the animators, like, barely scraped by from the tweets, from what the tweets have said. And so, um, and so overall, there's just been a lot of struggles within this production. Um, and I do also want to note um, something that got, <clears throat> excuse me, something that got reiterated today by the Sakuga blog people is that the creative leads of the project, one of them, which is the creator and the other one, which is like the writer, um, they have been clashing or there has definitely been friction and it's shown from the way they've reacted to certain dialogues and scripts um online and so um and even in interviews when they were talking about what the theme of wonder egg was um the creator um the creator wakabayashi san he um he said like you know he wants to write a story that really analyzes you know, the society of why girls were committing suicide more than boys. And because he's like, when the statistics is so strong, there's clearly something wrong with the foundation going on with how we're living. And then on the flip side for that same question, the writer being like, I think girls are more emotional. And so that leads to, you know, more uh, rash decisions. Like just these little things have already sort of shown friction between the two and so and the sakuga uh, person i kevin um he had or like that's his twitter handle named kevin but kevin have uh, said like the story was not fully written by the time the anime had started started airing so very much writing was still on the table on top of animating and everything else so it's just it, the whole schedule and everything has been quite a bit of a chaotic situation so in a way, it almost makes, or not even almost, it makes rational sense as to why this last episode couldn't have fixed everything, knowing all the problems that has accumulated before then. But it's you still can't help but feel disappointed because of everything that they've managed to set up and accomplish up it, it is It is true. Like, I don't. I don't see how they could have written their, their way out of it. Like, I kind of want to go into like the reasons why, you know, you know, later segment, um, because that is a really interesting point about like kind of the fundamental writing differences. Mm-hmm. And this last episode, at the very least, I didn't expect them to quadruple down on production and management mistakes 
because we we had gotten reports that like people were still working on this anime before air dates and like i don't know how credible the rumors are within sakugo or if this is wherever this is coming from on twitter but apparently there were um the the one of the chinese companies that they're outsourcing some of the animation to was working on it like five days before the broadcast date which is like absolutely insane considering that one they, they had three months for this production and also two the first half kind of is like a recap anyway so it was like they learned nothing from any of the mistakes that got them into the the reasons why they had to do this recap episode i think uh actually the director himself tweeted that he didn't even go to bed until 9:30 a.m. of the day that the episode aired. So it wasn't like it wasn't just like 5 days before like working on it. It was like 24 hours before still working on it. And that that is that is like honestly outrageous. Like I am normally if a show ends up being bad, if it doesn't stick the landing, like it's fine, I can move on. But I think what bothers me the most about Wonder Egg Priority specifically is that the people involved in it are extremely talented Mm -hmm. and you actually do see it in parts of the special. Like there's one scene where I is about to throw her phone and like all the carrying animation in that shot, like all the emotion Mm -hmm. is done so well. It's like the one part I really like out of the whole special. Uh, Fun fact (laughs) as well, Nick, that was a brand new animator that like one of the newbies. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm just her throwing a phone embodies our feelings. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really funny how symbolic that ended up being. But like again, it's just it's just pure management. It's like I don't want to watch a property that is managed by whoever did this right now. And the problem is that like I don't know who to like like as a consumer where to go to because now does this mean oh I just shouldn't watch a Cloverworks show? You know, that's kind of punishing the animators who got extremely destroyed by these deadlines or in mismanagement or like that's the part that's so rough that's that that's the difficult thing is we can only know so well you have to really do your research with the people involved not just like the big cloverworks name because a lot of times there's so much variance there and like we make these associations like this was bad because that but like we don't know who's like who's at fault necessarily and who worked on what entirely. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm afraid that the average like anime viewer is going to latch on to Cloverworks because now it's just, Oh, they ruined promise Neverland season two. They ruined wonder egg. And it's like, I hope that doesn't affect the animators. Okay, that, that, that like, it's a real strike. bad strike. Let me tell but I still you. feel like they're doing fine. All in all, like they're definitely doing fine, broadly speaking, but it definitely hurts at least like I, I don't know public image is the right word to say but there's this subconscious um expectation when it comes to studios and the best example of it was what happened this past weekend with mappa where mappa announced a ton of things and it showed how stupidly powerful mappa is despite us knowing the crunch time that they have to do with their animation but their live stream was consistently getting 120,000 concurrent viewers like it was wild and when a stream ended after six hours, that video clip has over 2.6 million views. And people latch on to MAPPA for various things, whether it's Attack on Titan, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, people remember, and it's evident there. Obviously, that's like the best example of Cloverworks. You got two shows that definitely definitely hurt some, some people and their expectations. But at the same time, 
The studio also worked on Hordemia, which was relatively well received, with some disdain towards the end since they rushed how the manga was at, adapted. It's also the same studio behind Millionaire Detective, Seikano, um, FGO anime. So, oh, uh, also, and um, I yeah, like so. this might be a, a um, an unpopular opinion. I actually didn't mind Horimiya ending the way it did as someone who doesn't consume the source material. I think what they were trying to show in regards to like a slice of life romance is perfectly fine for what it is. So, um, you know what they say, ignorance is bliss. And, you know, some people have definitely said that they um, enjoyed anime less after they started consuming uh, source material because all they could do is compare versus just taking it as it is. So, I, I might just be blessed with obliviousness in this regard for Horimiya, but... <laughs> so speaking of ignorance, don't watch a special episode like we're telling Ag- uh, Agnes, one of our other person, just only enjoy the 12 episodes and let them live in your ha- Let them well, live okay. in your head Nick has something to say free. about that. My problem goes, with that... <laughs> I-, I will say something about it because I already started. Like, <laughs> Oh, you did. <laughs> Wonder Egg already failed to like have an ending mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. The, just the tv episodes and for good reason we we're like oh they they ran out of time and then we figured okay there's going to be a blu-ray special that's going to be the proper ending and so- somehow against all odds like, <laughs> against all odds <laughs> it's like it's one thing if so when i started it i was concerned like uh-oh is this like just a recap because it literally was oh. for the first 25 minutes <laughs> yeah but even that, if it was just a recap, that would have, you know, added nothing of value. Nothing would be changed. But the new content somehow left it off worse and, like, less with less closure well, than I mean, it already was. Well, I mean, that's what Nick was saying. They quadrupled down on their mistakes, whether it is even production side or story side. Because we've discussed before in our previous episode, like, we weren't feeling great about the sudden shift into science fiction, you know? Like... Yeah, true. We, by the way, we recorded a podcast on our impressions on the series as a whole, back like right after it aired, and that that started with us just going. Episode nine was really bad. Yeah. Like we didn't even talk about one through eight. <laughs> so to give you an idea, one through eight was pretty good stuff, and then things happened. Yeah. So it's just so. I think uh, as a whole, we were already concerned about it, but we could see it potentially turning around or, or it doesn't like, I think not all of us were expecting like this incredible finale that just like, you know, puts a big bow on a gift box and like hands it to you. But we were hoping for more closure and more of an ending than what we had gotten and it really just it really is just leaning into the science fiction stuff like the parallel world stuff which started in episode nine i i remember how i was trying to say like well you know the uh character who is an albino uh the character nick don't say anything but um, don't say anything nick not yet um but the character who's an albino was like oh, looks like parallel worlds exist and stuff like that. But Nehru had actually expressed, um, you know, skeptic, skeptical uh, skepticism towards that theory because she's like, you know, my brain doesn't operate the same way that your brain does. And so, um, so I don't really get it. And I'm not entirely sure if I buy it. And so I was like, you know, maybe that really was just that character being quirky about it, especially since her friend that she was inter interacting with who is one of the main characters was like i'm not really buying that theory but then um but then in the final episode they just 
full-blown like dived right into it because what a surprise um the uh albino who actually died in episode uh, her her name her name is kotobuki yeah, I don't wanna... <laughs> let's I don't let's wanna... not refer to characters okay, i'm sorry i'm sorry but... oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm, i don't remember her name yeah sorry but kotobuki yeah. like when kotobuki like died in episode nine she's like suddenly back in the finale because parallel worlds exist and she oh, yeah, somehow yeah. jumped worlds to get into this world somehow and, so- and that's not even like why the, that episode got bad it was just kind of thrown in at the end oh by the way i'm back and you're like yeah <laughs> like it's just like and it's like how did you yeah. get here <laughs> like- it's it's just like the parallel worlds part it's just the first major story bloat that i think it that that the series ends up having because you could have cut every aspect of the parallel worlds shot like all the ideas that they were trying to do with this and like still kind of have like 99 percent of the same show i honestly think the only thing that the parallel worlds added or what they were trying to go for was the one episode 12 like the very last episode before the special where i saves an alternate version of herself who did um kill herself yeah Mm, yeah. and Mm -hmm. i feel like in the nature of the show being like magical girl show the worlds the egg worlds are kind of function like dreams Mm -hmm. you didn't really need to introduce this like parallel world concept and try to explain the science behind it to get to that shot like i feel like you could have had that same episode and we would have just had enough suspension of disbelief but then because they spent so much time on it and then they're like oh by the way we have to actually talk about frill and thanatos and the the evil concept of like whatever they're trying to explain because they didn't even explain it at this point no and i mean that's so that's why in my opinion it's just the entire shit to science fiction was where i was i think is where the writing became critically wrong because like, we did not need an AI capable of infiltrating girls' minds and, like, her three friends who take bug forms and, like, um, and, like, the mannequins are actually, like, brains of humans somehow implanted into them. And um, it's just so many extra stuff that, especially up until that point before any science fiction was introduced, um we have already gotten used to the idea of a more fantasy slash supernatural element of there is this dreamlike world happening where these things are happening and, um, and, and how they relate to the theme. And so throwing it all in really was just like, it was throwing in unnecessary sauces to the recipe is how I see it. <laughs> I, I I feel like it changed the recipe entirely because yeah. I, I was thinking, oh, these are clever metaphors for the rest of society until like the very last episode when they're just yeah. saying, actually, this is this is this is actually what we believe is what what that, that, that ended. That's the problem. We gave them way too much benefit of the doubt yeah. to be like, oh, like oh, okay. it's kind of weird. Then it's like, oh, I see. The writers are actually just big brain, and they're not portraying, you know, the Akas as like correct. They're just showing, and I ironic misunderstanding on their part but we can infer what they really mean and like yeah and like that's the part the final episode instead of like if they left it open-ended we could go home believing that the show had good intentions (laughs) but then they like 
They just dug their own I, grave. I, Let's I, talk about the Uras and Akas. Yeah. And the Ura Akas. They're, they're really untrustworthy throughout the series, so I feel like it was kind of a heel turn to have them actually unironically be the good guys despite no, 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 everything no. they've one, shown us. It was 100% a heel turn because even I watched the recap episode. In the recap episode where, they're, where they narrate, they're like, oh, you want to know how we're doing this and why we're doing this? Well, like, we don't, um, we don't have to tell you, like, sort of thing in episode 11. And so... Um, and so and it was just like even their narration dialogue where they're actually kind of in the spotlight doing the talking was very purposefully written to be like they're not supposed to be trustworthy and there's something not quite right with them. And and yeah, you're right. And the episode 12 just did a complete heel turn up. Never mind. They're they're good. They're like, you know, trying to defeat this magical AI that's causing girls to uh, commit suicide. Forget all the other episodes prior beforehand where they are purposefully picking, um, you know, monsters to defeat. And the monsters are representing actual stuff that happens in society that really pushes people to commit suicide, whether it's bullying or abuse or et cetera, et cetera. And so, and it's sad how many things there are that exist, but there is just so many. And um, and it's like, forget all that. It's it's actually the AI, you know? <laughs> like, it's it's just so sloppy and in a way also very insulting because of what the original part of the story was setting up. It really is almost like the first half of the series is all, it feels completely different now when you, um, when you've seen the final, um, or not the final, but the special episode in this regard. Yeah. Like I almost have to like take that first quote false statement that the Uraakas mentioned and like think, do, is this is this actually like what they believe and what the show wants me to think now? Like the the quote where they're saying, uh, I think quote, uh, men commit suicide out of like a failure of action, whereas uh, women commit suicide out of emotion. And I'm th- I I was like, that's a weird statement to make. And now it's almost like, well, it's, a- according to what Gracie mentioned earlier, it's what the writer actually seems to believe, but the creator. Yeah, isn't on that. Yeah, oh my not, gosh. Yeah, not. and that's that's where that's where you see that like clash of opinions directly in the writing. Where I'm like, I don't know if this is an actually the or creator. This is ironic, um, or... I think it was the day after that episode aired, or like a few days after, but like not even a full week. The creator spoke out after that episode and was like, you know, and Good. basically was like, I don't actually believe this line, and um. And that's and that's why I specifically requested an extra dialogue to be added in for Nehru uh, to be like I don't believe this I like I don't believe this logic at all. And remember, Nehru did speak back to the Uraaka and the Aka, being like, you know, I think this is stupid. I don't think there's a difference between guys and girls in this regard. And so, um, and I think, but you're right. Like that was essentially the first showing of friction between the two creative minds behind this. And then the interviews have only taken it, or the one interview had only taken it farther with the creator very explicitly being like, we need to examine society because there's a big gap in suicide rates between the genders. And there's obviously a reason why versus like, um, versus the other one who was just like, well, I think girls are just more emotional. So <laughs> uh, just for context on that that was shun wakabayashi which was also covered by ann mm-hmm. which in which he shared that there was cut contacts or the mannequins uh, dialogue scene about um uh, emotions and whatnot too as well so i believe that was yeah boy and girl suicide mean different things 
which is really interesting. Um, I think let's see what did uh, da, 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 never has a negative reaction to conversation. Yeah, he he made some he made a tweet about that. So there should have been more context, which unfortunately didn't make to the episode. Um, we could probably link it somewhere in the description. But even then, this was reported back in February. <laughs> so right, but this it, is that like... was our first signs well yeah it was the first sign of friction and then because i feel like he wouldn't have felt the need to come out to clarify if it wasn't for if he didn't feel confident in that dialogue being in it but on top of the fact that you know uh, sakuga people are saying there are rumors that these two um aren't on the same line in regards to how they view the themes and then um and then on top of that you know i think like you know what nick said is really correct because everything beforehand it seemed like it was sort of set up as in like the akas and the Uru-Aqua, akas are the ultimate antagonists that the girls have to face and then it's like no they're actually on the same side and you know once again leaning into the whole never mind it's not really all these societal things that's potentially causing girls to commit suicide it's in ai so it, it's just it yeah it's i don't know it's the, the weird objective they seem to have in this too like as a success was like when the girls had finished they're like oh good she's had the fear of death instilled in her oh. Like, oh. after after both momoe and um rika finished it's like so was it like their intention or plan that like their pets got murdered in front of them and they're like okay good they're scared of death now so they won't be silly and go you know, i didn't even suicide. think about that but you're right <sighs> Yeah, that was like some dialogue I picked up on, and I was like, that is, "So is that oh, like that's the really point?" Messed up! Oh my gosh! Like I couldn't. Yeah, which is why, and I think that is like the explanation for why, like, ooh, the Akas are devious, and they think their intentions are good because they think they need to scare people out of suicide. Is what mm, the yeah. that makes. Like, <laughs> what? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the I'm same. Just like, I'm just to like, like my uh, there was a certain point, I think, earlier in the season where I think there was an idea that they personally were getting healed. Like, uh, Nehru and, and Rika, and I, like, all the girls were using the eggs inadvertently to get healed from their thing. Yeah. Because, like, I had the thought, like, okay, there's no way that they're going to end up reviving their friends who they had lost. Uh-huh. Well, that, 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 that is so... Sorry, just no. I know. I didn't, this is where this is, this is, this is where I am going because I so was I did, was thinking, oh, this is a meta thing where they're going to actually use this to heal themselves, and they have to learn like, okay, once you're gone, you're gone forever, yeah. because life is yeah. important, and like that's kind of what I expected, and then they actually revived them. I can't, I can't get over that part. That was on it. That's not like the most egregious thing. Like I think the Raka relationship is probably like, the worst thing in the in the episode, but. That one is like easily like number two or number three of like most ridiculous thing they could have done in this episode. You're not gonna you're not gonna mention uh Nehru being big spoiler alert, apparently being an AI and an android. Uh, <laughs> like, that was that was gonna be the number two or three as well. That that makes the uh, top that makes the top. <laughs> I I am actually gonna be a contrarian on okay. this one. I think that is totally fine and lines up with the writing from the start. Like, I don't see any issue with that. I really don't think it was unplanned. I think it 100% makes sense with how she's been portrayed the entire time and fits, like, the fact that, like, Frill existed as a story element and at the end, like, compared herself to Nadu. Well, I'm like, see that- I'm sure there was something more important going on with that. Well, see, that's 
or planned to go on with my thing is i don't think it was planned because of the because of how abruptly it shifted into like science fiction talk i i think it was just something that they've decided to add in because of the fact that they really needed an episode dedicated to Nadru, but they've already added all these other uh, science things in and they couldn't they either didn't have the time or they couldn't think up of a proper way to really focus on her like all the other episodes had done because all the ones that were focused on Momoe, Rika, and I were all very well done in regards to exploring their final push towards supposedly healing only now i i realize that the writing is saying that it's really just so they can be scared of dying which is like i'm rolling my eyes um but um but like still i still attest to the fact that the rika episodes and Momoe episode which is um i think episode eight and episode 10 were extraordinarily well-written episodes that explored these two characters and oh 100 percent they struggled with that with they were either they struggled with that with Nehru, or they um or they just didn't have time to think up that character episode arc well, for her. I, I I think you guys are looking at it backwards where you're like, they wrote this character, but she turned out to be really bland and unrelatable and not have like an interesting human emotional arc. So it was a cop out to make her an AI in the end, but if you flip that logic around, then she was written in the first place to be an AI, and that's why she wasn't like a normal like human character with human maybe, experiences maybe, and baggage like, that's what makes way more sense to me i don't it's know like I, the moment they dropped that <laughs> i wasn't like oh that's a lame excuse at the end i just thought like oh that actually makes sense it makes sense about like how off Nehru has seemed just the entire time not to mention her origin story was already like, oh, I was like a test, like it was artificial insemination. Yeah, remember was like this the story was the start. They she was born. She was already so, like the most unrelatable yeah. character. And like, so. <laughs> sure, you, you can see like, oh, this was a, that's a contradiction. They said she was born that way. But if you ask me, it's like, oh, she was always like born, quote unquote, artificially. They just kind of didn't give the full picture because it's like too big of a reveal to be like, I'm not human. I'm an AI. I guess that makes sense, too, if you also see how, as a character, she was introduced. She had kind of no emotion, do whatever, and then as she it's befriended, exactly yeah, yeah. As she befriended I, which is funny because when we were talking about this through text message, our messages afterward, everyone was writing I, but because I capitalized, <laughs> is looks like... I thought you were remembering to Ulta I. I'm like, wait, Nero's Ulta I? What What did I miss? Did I just completely zoned out? <laughs> we were oh typing God, AI. Yeah. And so he read it as Nero is I. And it's like, and I was so know. confused. But, but going back to the point, um, yeah, like you mentioned, I, I, I can see that more as, then, as you, you go back to a little bit. But then to me, that diminishes the scene that Nero had with Moe in episode eight, where um Nehru had accidentally um hurt Rika's feelings because of her like straightforwardness and like overall lack of lack of understanding of like social etiquette and so and she talks to Momoe and she was like you know maybe I'm not like you know maybe I'm in the wrong gender like she explicitly said like maybe I'm in the wrong gender because I don't really get you know how to talk softly or carefully I just say things whatever comes to my mind and I don't like you know 
and I don't see anything, any harm in it, but obviously I'm hurting people that I care about. And so, and Momoe, you know, being the perfect other character to talk to her as someone who looks androgynous, but very much feels like a girl and sees herself as a girl, um, you know, was the one who reassured her and was like, no, 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 like, you know, like these sort of things, like, you know, being a girl means being everything and being a lot of things. And you being really logical, not very good at socializing is a girl thing that you are part of. And I feel like changing that conversation, knowing that she was an AI and specifically talking about how she's maybe in the wrong gender just diminishes that the importance of that conversation. I, I think in many ways it strengthens the meaning of that conversation because it's it's the robot learning how to feel, how to be human, you know? And I, I would have to actually get, like, nitpicky about the wording in Japanese and the translation to see if she really was, like, oh, I am the wrong gender of human versus, oh, I don't... I'm, I don't fit right, I'm not a normal girl because then you can interpret it as I'm not a normal girl as in I'm not a normal but person. But even I if... Think, oh, sorry, go on, Nick. No, I was just saying, like, maybe you might have to go back because I know that there definitely was foreshadowing in some ways. Like, I guess I guess her wooden personality does, uh, I guess, add evidence. I was thinking that there should be more ideas to look back on how the Nehru being an AI theory like actually like took place in ep like ep episodes before this um since you were able to be the good fact checker for odd taxi medi i feel like you you, you could this is right <laughs> up your alley <laughs> check and verify for us do not do not make me re-experience that much of this anime i kind of want to move on from it okay. i guess like the other thing is like she is saying like oh i have to i'm doing this for myself i'm not saving my sister who stabbed me she's like so i understood that there was like but, a and, and that, 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 that that's a whole other dynamic by the way is we never had any explanation for why the heck her sister stabbed mm -hmm. her but now it was like oh she was the real one and got really jealous of the ai made in her image and like that to me is more interesting or not more interesting, but like it's an actual explanation versus it's having none. Just like, I don't know, as a storytelling rule of thumb, I don't think you should be like introducing things that make me go, why? In like the last like 30 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. of your show, because I, now I'm like, I'm just so confused because it opens up so, so, so many more I questions. The execution, absolutely did, awful. Did and you they guys didn't catch a purposeful pun? <laughs> Well, what happened? Oh, I thought you did it on purpose when you said execution. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Okay. Um. God. Execution. Uh, it was uh, excellent. So, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm having an existential crisis. Oh my God. I'm assuming Ooh. my exit. Um. Sorry. Go on. I'm so sorry. I'm I, so sorry. I actually, I actually forgot. <laughs> oh no, you had a brain fart. Existence is pain. So what I was gonna say, okay, so she was doing it for herself. Oh, I uh -huh. they they introduced it way too late and where they didn't have enough time. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it almost makes me think like if they cut literally every Kotobuki aspect out, back to her like from again. the parallel world like if they just ignored parallel worlds and just said okay we can make ai robot that's a thing like i think i would have accepted oh, I that i agree like yeah. make that more of the focus and that could have been a more interesting development like 
around the episode like seven or eight mark rather than like episode 12 episode 13 second half special episode we have like five minutes left in this production (laughs) i i literally messaged gracie like the exact so funny enough this happened because the first thing i sent when i was watching it um i knew gracie had already watched the episode and i dm'd her like oh that makes so much sense when i heard like I uh Nehru was an AI. And like that was, I was the one thing I found interesting and I was deflated, about as this. You can attest to because I just wrote one letter message. Yeah. <laughs> but but right after that, I told her. So I see there's five minutes left, and I still have no yeah. idea where, yeah. where he's gonna yeah. go. Yeah. And so that's the problem. Like you said, is so many things were introduced last minute, and I didn't know why any of it mattered or why I should mm-hmm. care. And that actually applies to the whole. AI reveal is they didn't make anything interesting out of it aside from like one line from Frill. The only thing is that I guess that I liked about that fact is I'm like, oh, it actually is supported by and also explains like everything about Nadu that I've seen up to this point. So it recontextualizes some previous content and that's interesting to me. But the so what of it in the end just nothing yeah like where where did Nehru go because that's kind of how this show ends you know like where where did she she just walks into the the egg world with frill and the show ends where i's got to go back after her but Nehru wants to be human i I guess can i clarify something because there's some a weird like sequence where i throws her phone as we know we thought that was a cool shot and then there's a shot of Nehru lying down in like some grass and then I is crying on her mom's lap. And I still don't know. And I says, I did a terrible thing. And I'm still a little lost as to what I was supposed to gather there. Unless, like, that was Nehru being, like, officially dying or being found dead. And I feel that guilty about could it. could have been it. Because there was, like, one scene where she... Because first, Nehru gives away her possessions. Which her possession was just her pet rat oh, rat. and so i guess you could kind of take that An as like rat. possibly a warning <laughs> sign that like so, like something bad was going to happen from that like hey i want yeah. you to watch it watch, watch this over and then she disappears or something else because it seems like she went into the world or uh we don't we don't really know like i'm i'm very i was very confused by that specific sequence um I don't know. It ends where where I is gonna go back into the world, and Uraaka are like, ending. "Oh boy, if she's if she <laughs> if it. she brings back Nehru, then that means we can bring back our child, who we actually are very much responsible for uh, killing <laughs> and raising terribly." Uh, and then and then I doesn't hear that, and she does the double piece in the front of the camera, which I was like, that was like the worst part. Like I literally couldn't tell if that was just like a cry for help or if that was like, please give us. <laughs> season two because then we'll like, like the finish call- this <laughs> it just felt like we got pranked oh, like absolutely right. pranked in that last yeah. shot I like was... i'm i'm ioto and this is jackass oh, man. <laughs> yeah i don't do you think that they're even gonna try to push for a season two just to like untangle this or do you think this project is so like dead that there's just there's no, just no I think, way um twitter has made it pretty clear from the people involved that it's done it's a done deal Oh. Yeah, which is good. They should have quit while they were ahead. Ooh, <laughs> if, if that was the case, they would have stopped at episode 8 with, like, no explanation. Yeah, like, yeah, like, well, no, no. Hey, episode 10 alone was worth uh, it. Like, I think so there were some <laughs> fantastic episodic stories, and there were some really good character arcs. Um, That's about it. 
<laughs> oh, we we didn't even talk about the resolution to um Koito. Yeah, I want I wanted to talk about which, that next. Um Yeah. So, uh So, okay, so Koito ends up being psychotic and tried to manipulate Mr. Sawaki, who also acted extremely inappropriate throughout the entire series and never once got called out on it outside of, like, kind of, we imagined he could have been a horrible person, even if he wasn't, and just made... And and I did kind of like that, you know, that, like, idea from episode 12 that, like, it was all an eye's perception that he was a scary monster, but, like, if she just, you know, opened up, he was actually okay. Yeah, I think um, we did, we had previously um, in our, I think our own discussions, like not really, um, not really um, the, uh, the episode itself where we have been speculating that, you know, um, since this is through I's point of view, um, it could be an unreliable narrator because she very heavily uh, thinks that the teacher had a hand in Koito's, um, in Koito's uh, suicide. But then as she started to heal more and more, um, as she like helps these other girls in these uh, in these eggs like move on from their traumas, like the the script and the angling of the teacher started to get less and less sketchy. And so like because I did distinctly remember after a certain point where I'm like, huh, he doesn't seem as creepy anymore as he had prior. So um and so I like I do so I do think like that was a theory we had uh considered and um in our like and we did also like think about like oh well he's also kind of tied with the Akas and the fact that you know um similar to oh what was her name again the daughter um the daughter that committed suicide he told me oh uh, yeah so we thought like it was like Koito would be a parallel <laughs> but like we did think like probably they were a parallel between each other in the fact that like both the older man rejected the younger girl who was pursuing him but then the reason why they were interacting with the girls so much was because they saw something alluring about them that never quite passes the actual border of you know something illegal happening but it is still very much problematic and they don't seem to realize how like the girls um why the girls basically shape themselves around the idea of being desirable by these older men so we had thought that you know if that actually happens and that's the reason that's actually an excellent parallel and i think we even said like we were okay with the idea of frill if that was how it was going to get tied in but it didn't so <laughs> exactly it's like ever, ever ever since the frill origin story i thought they were going for some really profound take on like the um i guess just society's manipulation and like framing of young or like teenagers children let's call them what they are as being like this hybrid of adult and childs and like the perfect in between or what have you yeah they kind of dropped the ball on that one and as Nick, I think, is ready to. Yeah. So what I was gonna uh, say, say was the, the creepy um, painting. Yeah, the creepy painting is still creepy. The painting that Mr. Sawaki did of I is creepy. I think, I think no teacher should ever be alone with a student to just paint them. I feel like that would create many eyebrows to raise. Uh, and the other thing that I wanted to mention with the Koito is the fact that she's actually psychotic and was trying to manipulate Koito or, or Sawaki. But also, she died not out of 
her own actions, but because yes. she kind of like accidentally fell um, off the, yeah, the school, yeah, yeah. which actually gave me like this weird thought experiment where I'm like, wait, doesn't that like kind of go against literally all of the like egg rules that we've established oh, throughout no. the whole show? <laughs> Oh my god, you're right! <laughs> like, does. literally, like... I didn't even think about like, that. That's why I'm like, I don't understand. This doesn't make any like, sense. Ah, it's Never some... unsee this now, thanks to you. <laughs> like, so there's a really funny concept of, like, okay, so if I were to just recklessly endanger myself, kind of like how Kotobuki recklessly, like, puts herself in near-death scenarios until she just actually dies, is that is that enough to become an egg person? Because, like, that's kind of what it sounded like. Or is there, like, a bunch of eggs that, like, abs- accidentally, like, slipped and fell off a cliff and they're, they're now eggs now? Like, I, I don't know. This is okay, this so, explanation doesn't make so any how, sense So how do me. you know which reality each egg is from? Because I found a different reality's eye. So, like, I don't know if any of the eggs were from the Why same reality. Why did they reality. even need to be from different realities? Because they wanted I to save I. I mean, but we did discuss this further because everything that was happening was very much in a dreamlike state, including, you know, the fact that they actually fall asleep when they, um, when they do these things. So I think they could have gotten away with it um, with like, without doing the parallel worlds. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of the science fiction elements that like messed up the story. And once again, if, if uh, Koito was, because I agree with you, Nick, I think the painting is, um, I think the painting uh, of or the drawing is like not very comfortable, even though it doesn't explicitly it isn't explicitly wrong. And I think I actually thought like that was like a perfect parallel slash similarity to um, to Uraaka and I forgot her name again. I'm so sorry. Um, what's her name? He he told me. Yeah. Um, no, he <laughs> told me. They're, 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 uh, they're, yeah, the yeah, author's like, daughter. It, it's like I, I know the answer to one question on the test, and I really want to tell you. But yeah, I think, like, uh, you know, Saki Sensei drawing, like, you know, drawing the teenager girls ver- versus Uraaka, you know, obviously being allured to Hitomi because of her similarity to a woman that he was very much in love with is very similar to each other. And perfect it really did set it up perfectly to be parallels to each other but you know once again it, it, they just they just fell off on that and they just went a completely different route and i just i mean we'll never really know what happened it could be that the creative leads like i've already mentioned for uh, prior that like have already had rumors of having different views of their themes um, you know, just came to a head and they just threw whatever they had on the paper because obviously the story was not done or um, or it was that they had all these ideas and they didn't really quite know how to wrap it all up. Or a third one that someone else had pointed out is potentially like their idea might have re- their ending idea might have required even more extensive animation that they just could not do because their schedule could not work and so they had to change it up so there's all sorts of potential reasons but it unfortunately sours everything that the anime has been working up towards so yeah (laughs) yeah my last thought was like it almost felt like everything that they were building up to was supposed to be like they were making comments on different aspects of society week to week until it kind of just ended on a moral of the story is uh how about you don't kill yourself? 
And I was kind of like really insulted by that. Yeah, it's just yeah. Not, no, you're not the like only just one. For, for a subject so sensitive as that. It's just like ending it kind of like in this way. Like they could have gone this whole weird fantasy Thanatos Eros thing, and like it kind of could have worked as like this weird metaphorical way, like how like a show like Sailor Moon can yeah. do different aspects mm-hmm. like that. But they kind of went full like Sailor Moon meets Midichlorians. And just were like, <laughs> by the way, we got to explain everything. And also like the answer is just don't, don't be upset. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. I don't be upset like, and geez. fear death. Fear death, guys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's scary. It, it will hurt the entire time. <laughs> it's like what they said. And I'm like, bro. You're is- not the only one though. Because one of the most uh, retweeted tweet in regards to Wonder Egg Priority I found, which I, I already sent the leak to you guys. But the person essentially said, um, I'm still reeling over the fact that Wonder Egg opens with, uh, with the very delicate and poignant issue of a girl trying to answer why her friend killed herself. And its ultimate answer is, I don't know, man. Sometimes teen girls are stupid and evil. So. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, oh, my, oh God. my God. Like that, like that's where the part where it goes beyond me just like getting over like a bad show. It's just like a disastrous show and also disastrous implications that like. I think were presented in the show make it like just rub salt in the wound every time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. My favorite Wonder Egg reaction tweet is Jeff Thu's life hack pro tip. All this time you're spending being bummed about Wonder Egg priority, this time you could be spending binging Odd Taxi. <laughs> hey, and it's true. That that's where I'm gonna leave it for the yeah, night. Yeah, you all of you guys are trying to convince me to watch it. I'm just I'm just gonna ignore you guys for now. So. Uh, you shouldn't because it's literally a masterpiece i know i I just i i don't want to talk about it (laughs) we don't have to talk about it so (laughs) i'm gonna weasel my way out of this either way i know we've we've had our opinions for wonder priority i know i've been the most quiet because funny enough i was dealing with some odd taxi stuff but we still great like i think (laughs) are you are you you part of the mafia oh yes i am hello welcome to the what is is the organization now um <laughs> I think I, w- I wish I started the podcast podcast reiterating it clearly, but I think everyone within anime trending, and I speak for us too, we do really appreciate like the staff and the animators for putting so much of their time, literally their blood, sweat, and tears into this anime, and honestly taking a risk because, like we praised before in other podcasts, it, it's we rarely get animes that touch um, these very sensitive themes just because of the nature of it. I believe our very first podcast too was Stars Align, which literally talked about child abuse and like family abuse. And you're just like, holy shoot. Yes, I remember that. This is not what expected. And I think that's one of the joys with these um these different animes that we get that wow, they're actually touching on themes that are very difficult to execute. As unfortunate one Red Priority ended the way it is, or has quote unquote ended the way it is for some people, um, it still definitely remains an anime that is beautifully animated. You know, well done in its other aspects, obviously. Um, I believe it has its nominations for, for aspects and stuff on the Anime Turning Awards as well. Um, but at least it'll be known for an anime that's willing to touch on these topics. Sadly, it won't be known as the Golden Standards, this is how you do it, given you know how the execution was. But either way, I think Wonder Egg Power definitely has a unique place within all of our minds and as we watch other anime as well, too. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to like the animation directors involved on this, at least from the staff perspective. I don't, I don't want to watch anything that the management, if they ever misman- get mismanaged, that'd be such a tragedy because this the staff is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. And please keep in mind as well, a lot of them are actually relatively new to the industry as well, so they're they're finding new 
talent to do this, which is incredible. And I think they will go very far, but I also do sincerely hope whichever uh, other projects they do end up getting recruited for, because they absolutely will, um, is with a better schedule and less um, less of the extraordinarily um, bad situation that Wonder Egg Priority was in. Without further ado, I believe, Gracie, you are publishing a review for um, Wonder Egg Priority, so do stay tuned for more of that. Of course, let us know what you think about Wonder Egg Priority. Um, man, honestly, me being signed for most of the podcast is just my mood for after watching the last episode. I just, <laughs> I just, a part of me was thinking, oh, this podcast will be short because I really have nothing else to say because I was just disappointed. There's just really not much else I can say. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier to, t- it- it's easy to talk a lot when you're either really excited yeah or really pissed <laughs> but sometimes you're just kind of deflated oh i was the definition of deflated i was just man oh well but done with one on to the next we definitely have way more anime coming out this season though a little bit lighter in terms of past seasons still a lot of exciting shows as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast so again stay tuned to that uh Again, best wishes to everyone involved in a party. I highly recommend an uh, interview that Anne conducted by Frogcoon, in which she talked to two university students that were asked to do some of the um, keyframes uh, for Wonder Priority, which I think is really awesome to see foreigners um, involved, but also it poses the next question of, oh, shoot, we're coming into the situation where the anime industry is now commissioning university students or anyone on Twitter that can kind of speak Japanese or be reached out to to make keyframes, which... Don't yeah. pay a lot. It's what, like two thousand eight hundred yen, I believe, was mentioned in the um, the in the articles. So definitely an interesting times for the anime industry, and definitely important to talk about too in terms of what we're going as you know content's being made as well. So because the worst thing I want to happen is a, an anime studio also hire a bunch of amateurs, and we get some really weird stuff that comes out of it. But without further ado. That's the Wonder Egg Priority special episode on this special podcast episode. I don't know. Would it be qualified as a special podcast episode? We can call it whatever episode, we want. We're, we're <laughs> especially you know? passionate right now. We're especially. We call it uh, Welp, but with a lowercase L and capital W-E-P. W-E-P. Excellent. Oh, haha. God dang it, man. See? See? I've Anyways, without further ado, thank you again, everyone, to listen to the Amateur Anime Podcast. Stay tuned to the next uh, episode. I believe we'll be touching on the summer 2020 anime, if I'm not mistaken, or something related. With that, uh, I'm signing off with Quok and. Gracie? Uh, I'm Odd Taxi. <laughs> yeah, watch Odd Taxi. Watch Odd Taxi. Alrighty, see you all. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.